They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. Straight up. Look, I came into this world in 1978 The doc looked me in my face and knew I was something great 45-42 Prescott, that's where I'm from Grew up in the slums around dope dealers and bums As humble as I was, I adapted to my habitat In my own lane, no Far from where they crashing at Dumb bar graduate, the game out of mass it Served in the Navy, look Y'all don't know the half of it Pops passing no one Moms passed last year I know they up in heaven smiling down Crying mad tears Cause they saw I'm making it No telling why I'm taking it My city been cursed But I feel that I'm breaking it Coach that went high in 15 in one state Seen the fork in the road and went straight I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Hey, this is OG King Kirk from the OG Two Cents Podcast. I want to thank everyone who tunes in each and every Sunday. I truly appreciate it. I also want to give a big shout out to Dave at the 2K Zone. Uh, he's doing big things over there, putting out weekly content, a lot of great guests, truly putting on for the community. I also want to thank Strider Visuals. Uh, who uh, does a great job with my preview videos, uh, recap videos, making waves in the community, uh, putting out good content for uh, prospects, a lot of different uh, videos for leagues that he's working with, Um, definitely uh, earning his stripes and uh, coming up in the community. I also want to thank Bauer, DZN, uh, as a graphic artist on the OG Two Cents uh, podcast show. Everybody's playing their part and help making it uh, eat better each and every week. I'm truly thankful for those guys. Um, also, uh, just uh, a reminder, uh, the tip-off is coming up for the NBA 2K League. Uh, March 24th is uh, opening night. Follow all social media platforms at NBA 2K League. Like I said, um, I'm going to keep saying this every week to each and every one of you that are producing content surrounding the NBA 2K League. Keep it up. Uh, There could never be too many media outlets for the league. Tonight we have a a special guest, Ariel McDaniel, uh, someone I met uh, at the draft. uh, Had a a great uh, effect on me. You know, when I, I was at the Barclays Center, during our draft and when I made the last selection um, I hopped in the car and went over to the venue was Terminal 5 and when I walked in um, I realized we had we had met you know on social media basically on LinkedIn uh, we had a a conversation and uh, we had pretty much been uh, waiting to see each other and um, we met that night and uh, she had a lot of great ideas. She talked to me about uh, everything that she does and uh, being a publicist. Uh, I also a director of digital uh, media uh, for Dash Radio. She does a lot of great things, and she just wants to to help uh, players, you know, in the 2K League, and just about uh, just being more than a gamer. And uh, basically, that that's what that episode, that's what this episode is going to cover. You know, just sit back. Relax, and I'll be back in a second with Ariel McDaniel. 
They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. And we are back with the OG Two Cents podcast. And with further ado, we have Ariel McDaniel. Uh, she's here to shed light on gamers being more and and doing more, uh, brand building and things as such. Uh, so let me be quiet and Ariel, take it away. Hey everyone, my name is Ariel McDaniel. Most people know me in the industry as Ari Kill. And um, I own the public relations firm and booking agency, The Kill Collective. The name basically means I represent and work with a lot of athletes, musicians, entrepreneurs, creatives that are respectively um, killing it in their industry and just really breaking boundaries and breaking barriers with what they're doing. Okay. So in in saying that, um, explain to everyone, you know, what they can do to kill it even more than what they're doing. And, and whatever their respective industry is. So I love this topic, you know, being more than just a gamer, like you said, you have to kill it. You know, I think a lot of people see the gaming industry as, of course, it's fun. You know, we now live in a time where you can make money off of, of gaming. It used to be a hobby. We grew up with gaming being a hobby and now it's actually people's jobs. So now we're at the point where we have to treat gaming like it's a business. It's a brand. So. I would like to see more gamers, just whether it be, you know, of course, 2K League, we are, we're talking about that. Just when they are drafted or when they are getting into the gaming space, that they look at themselves as more than just someone who's, I'm making money off of my hobby, but actually they're treating themselves like a business that can potentially, you know, get sponsorships, um, be in more influencing roles, and just really, you know, magnifying exactly what they're doing. As far as the you know the two K league is new, um, a lot of young young players they don't specifically know about branding themselves and and, and sponsorships or anything like that. So kind of like you know guide the two K league players as they you know enter the league and then even those that's up and coming as on the amateur scene striving to make the league, you know just point us in the direction of, of what you think they should go. I actually have um, a few tenants that I'll speak on and how they can kind of start just as soon as they get into the league, what they can do. And I believe the first thing that can be spread is just awareness overall of the league itself. Um, a lot of people, the average person doesn't know just what it means to be a player in the league and what that actually means. So I really feel like um, just really connecting with your audience, whatever that is, of course, every team is different, we're all in different states, but just really connecting with your audience to bring awareness to the public, whether it be through digital marketing, social media, having more activations that are, you know, geared to um, the community to bring them out and really understand what, you know, what is this 2K League? How do, how do I get involved and how can I get involved more in the gaming space? Okay, now, uh, you're a publicist. Yes. Uh, explain to some some people who may not know the, <laughs> the, the roles and responsibilities of a publicist. So the biggest thing that um, a publicist does, and it gets kind of confused with, you know, other people that are managers, the role. But what a publicist really does is we bring, you know, press and attention to your brand, whether that be pitching for media placements, getting you into magazines, whether 
getting you booking, just anything that's surrounded around just getting more attention from your audience, from your demographic for your brand. Just going back to, you know, activations, I work with a lot of people that have um, launch events for their brand when they're ready to have um, debut what they're working on. We have launch events to, you know, showcase what they're doing to the community. Those are things that I um, mainly work in, as well as social media management, working with people to maximize their visibility online. You know, speaking about social media, uh, it's a heavy and Twitter with the 2K players and, and potential prospects. Talk about the importance of what you what you tweet. Social media is so important. I feel like not just in the gaming industry. I work with musicians. I work with one author. A lot of people don't take social media very seriously. And it is a part of the business aspect of your brand. And I hear a lot of times people, they don't like social media. They complain about it. They're like, I don't want to do this. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to be the next Kim Kardashian or whatever the case may be. You know, it's boring, like, especially if you don't understand it. I always tell people that you don't have to tweet as much as an influencer that's in that type of environment. You basically tweet and you engage with your audience based on, you know, your terms and what your brand dictates. So, you know, comparing yourself to other people online, you have to do what works best for you and what you feel comfortable with. But definitely you can't just not post at all, you know. Right. So I think people, they neglect that part because it's, it's frustrating because, you know, the whole like system, a lot of people equate, oh, I didn't get a lot of likes on this, so people might not really enjoy it, the content. But it's really not about that. It's really not about how many likes you get. Of course, that is a component. I'm not going to sit here and lie on the podcast. <laughs> right, but right. Um, it is a component, but it's not the most important component. The most important component is organizing the content and your brand in a way that, you know, you're getting more followers and you really are building your own little niche community online if, that, if that's what you're doing. And, you know, I always think, like, when I started the OG Two Cents right. uh, hashtag and, and, and the wave and everything, I never was concerned about likes. Like, I knew what I was putting out in the air. I knew how I felt about it. And I and I stuck with the organic route. Uh, no gimmicks, no anything. Uh, uh, one of the things that's, I think, commonly uh, misunderstood is that the OG Two Cents itself is just my thoughts and, and what I think. Uh, the OG Two Cents approve is what somebody else thought or, or how they think. And I just... I took a liking to it, and most now, you know, I pretty much, when I post it, I make sure, if it wasn't my thought initially or anything like that, I basically would put the OG two cents approved, meaning that, you know, hey, I rock with it, and, and I agree, and, and, and I kind of incorporate that in my everyday life. You know, one of the things that you've done for me is, uh, you, you did a press kit for me, right. uh, and working on numerous things, but just explain uh, the importance of, of a press kit. Absolutely. So that kind of goes back also into one of my roles. When I start working with a new client or a new brand, it's really important to have a press kit. And I'll explain what a press kit is. It's basically just a very small, organized sheet of exactly what you're offering people. It's your brand in a more you know organized sense outside of social media, outside of what people may know on your website. And it's typically used to pitch you for other things that are related to your brand, whether it be influencing, sponsorships, par partnerships, and things of that nature. And you said that, you know, you've already started branding, and that was just something that you just already knew that you were supposed to do. And 
I guess that kind of goes back into one of my um, tenets that I was discussing earlier is, you know, image and social media. A lot of people don't know what their image is and what that means. You took something off of Twitter and basically turned it into part of your brand because that's who you are. A lot of people, they know who they are, but they don't know who they are within their brand. So it makes it very difficult to create a press kit and to do things, which a lot of people aren't ready for a publicist. (laughs) But um, in order to get ready for a publicist, or even if you're not ready for that, you can do a lot of these things on your own. It's just really organizing like your thoughts. Like for example, right now is Women's History Month. So this is a great time to, even if you're a male, or a man, excuse me, a man to, you know, engage with some of your female audience in a way, to find ways to really make that connection. So it's just really knowing about what's going on trend-wise and culture-wise on social media and kind of relaying that back into your your brand. Like, you have a lot of gems that you spread online related to gaming and just related to, you know, lifestyle. So it was easy for you to turn it into a podcast. Yeah, I think... That was my thing. I told myself uh, I was kind of strategic to a point once I seen how it was going um, and how the momentum picked up with it. I said, I'll give it a year. Uh, I'll see how how I do. And then I'll take a a shot at um, doing a podcast. And, you know, luckily, uh, I mean, a lot of people like it. They took to it and it's something I enjoy. Uh, I admit I was nervous about it, and I, I was almost terrified, uh, you know, to even just think about doing it because often, you know, you don't really know when you're trying to, to spread your brand out into different areas how people are, are going to look at it. And the one thing that um, I learned when I was young is that I was kind of like uh, people were talking about music and artists. And about, you know, like when different artists decide to to make different music, it's like, uh, you know, oh, man, I don't like that. Like, I, I would see, he, I want, I, man, I don't sound like the last CD or the last, you know, tape back then. And it was like, and I, I think uh, LL Cool J said it best, you know, artists don't never paint the same picture. Right. Uh, you know, and, and, and that, and that kind of stuck with me. It's like, try different things, do different things. Uh, I tell people, you know, I, I see on Twitter a lot, they'll, They'll, they'll want to do something and they'll ask, like, should I do this? Or 30 likes and I'll do this. It's like, no. Right, just, just do it. Yeah, just put just it out. put it out there. Yeah, put it out in the air. The universe will tell you, you know, what they think about it. But most important is about what you think about it. Right. And um, I think I've mentioned in one of my past episodes, it's like, you know, if you don't show that confidence in yourself, why should anybody else believe in you? Absolutely. You know, like in, in building your brands and... And doing different things like that, I think, um, like collaborations and, and that was different, one of mine. Mm-hmm. yeah, and different things like that. Talk talk about that a little bit. Just to go back really quickly, a lot of people they look at when they get different roles as far as like the gaming thing. You're not just a gamer; you're a part of something that is very lucrative right now. And I think people they look at it as just like, oh, I just got drafted. I'm you know, a part of something big, but they don't really, that goes back to that awareness, not really realizing what you're really a part of, something completely new where you can really just get your hands on kind of anything at this point to really promote what's going on in the industry. This is a great time, you know, especially for the gaming community. There's so many different, we go to showcases and different things all the time. There's so many different things in the gaming space that are being curated and it kind of trickles down into music and other industries as well. So I just, I just feel like I wish more, you know, players especially, and just more people in the gaming space saw it 
more from a cultural perspective of kind of wanting to be more of an expert and go out there and talk about it more. And I like that because um, this past weekend, I attended uh, two events. I went to a grassroots uh, podcast, presents a game night with Nate Robinson. Uh, a lot of influence in there, a lot of, a lot of podcasters. Uh, just overall, just a lot of talent. It was a beautiful thing to see, and it's really people helping people. Even even if they're from different spaces uh, within the entertainment industry and stuff like that, and and it, and it inspires and pushes me. And then you know, last night uh, I went to a coexist gaming. Uh, first time I visited the venue, uh, two story loft. They have vintage uh, video games. Uh, they obviously they have an updated uh, you know PS fours, Xbox ones. They they host a lot of different events throughout the month. Uh, they bring in artists. Uh, they have food, drinks. Uh, I mean, it, it, and, and then even if you didn't want to come in there and game, they have areas where you can just lounge and just vibe out. And I mean, it, and, and I, you, I think gamers like need like venues like that where mm-hmm. if they don't feel like playing or or anything like that, uh, they can just go and chill. And I think like the whole angle with coexist, you know, with Jay Watts and Danny is that. You know, it's about bringing bringing people together that, that coexist under the same industry, uh, no matter what you're doing. Because gaming is like the ultimate bonding agent. That's why uh, venues like that are important because, like, I think they took gaming to another level. It's not like just sitting here thinking about gaming. They, I mean, they have they host fight nights there and everything like that. So it totally fits into the the whole aspect of being more than just a gamer. I mean, that's the entrepreneurs ship side of it um and, and just involving gaming because i think no matter rappers or music musicians they like gaming athletes like gaming i mean right. and it, and, it, and it's no it's no age demographic to gaming i mean here i am uh you know how i even coined the whole og uh king kurt was being an older a older guy and you know in a young space and i think i love to play and but i kind of found my niche after a while and and I pretty much roll with that, and I, I'm still loving and enjoying gaming bigger and, and better than ever. Um, you know, I now have the podcast. Um, I'm in my second season with NetGC. Uh, I'm feeling good about everything with that. Right. And then also I have my, my own merch line coming out real soon. And, you know, and it's just about adding to it. And like you said, I think the biggest thing that I took from what you said was just being aware of self. Yes. I, I mean, and the what, opportunities at hand. Yeah, because once you once you're aware with yourself, you can you can seek a clear and, and know the direction and path that you truly want to take. And then one thing I want to add to that is like uh, when you talk about being more than a gamer, if you've been playing video games a, a large part of your life, I was just about to say that. Yeah, you 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 want to take advice from people on the other side of the spectrum as well that can help you. Like I mean, myself, I took things in stride. I've learned from people a lot bigger than me in the, in this space. And I, and I continue to do that. I ask questions when they, when they uh, want to share advice, I listen. And um, even like, uh, you know, me, us meeting right. and, and you're helping me in a lot of different things that, that I was clueless about. I mean, and we, we all have that. And I think that's one of the big things when you talk about growth is you have to be receptive. Right. And, and that's really the key into being able to take things to a whole nother level than, than where you may be at that current time. And I think something interesting about the gaming industry is that 
you know, for so long before we had all of these monetization opportunities, it was seen as a very introverted hobby type of, you know, situation. So now you're basically throwing a lot of these, a lot of these gamers, a lot of people that game are introverts. They like playing online at home. So now we're basically throwing them into more of a mainstream situation where they have to go out, they have to talk about it. They, you know, you're kind of like a celebrity essentially within the gaming industry. And that kind of looks a little bit different, just active wise, whereas, you know, it's not seen as necessarily social. Uh, as you were saying that, it made me think of like, what do you feel about, um, I know my feelings on comfort zones. Mm -hmm. I, I think, uh, I, I talked to a friend of mine not too long ago and he, and he, and he told me that you're not going to find what you're truly looking for in your comfort zone because Absolutely. if it, if it was there, you'd have it already. That's so true. And, um, you know, that woke me up because a lot of times, you know, we, we are, we are nervous about doing different things and trying different things, but speak, speak on about, you know, you may have, like you said, gamers being, some gamers being introverts yes. and it's like, speak on about them, you know, taking a step out and getting out of their comfort zone. So the first step I feel could always be just starting off on social media. That's something that you can do literally in your house and just kind of putting yourself out there online. If you can start putting yourself out there online, you'll want to go out a little bit more and talk about things. And I always push gamers and just other people that I work with to start telling your story online with the people that you know. Start with your friends. Start being more vocal about the things that you care about. And of course I understand and I'm learning myself is that not everyone is going to be as passionate. Some people are okay with just being a gamer. They don't want to be more than a gamer. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, that's okay too. But if you are in a place where you're like, um, I wish my career would be this, or I wish I could get invited to this type of event, you do have to consider yourself more than a gamer and you're a business. So definitely my advice would be to just start putting yourself out there and just start breaking barriers kind of more so in your more personal and intimate circle first. I definitely agree. I think... Um... You know, it's a, it's enough out here for everybody to eat. I mean, there's not enough um, media coverage that that one can get, or right. or you know, as per se as in our league. I mean, it's it's enough attention for everybody if you want it. Um, and I just wanted to say, like, I know that something that, of course, at your level that you deal with with gamers is very, you know, of course, elite the NBA 2K league. But there are gamers where you know they do want to get into the industry. It might not be NBA 2K league, but maybe they want to do something with. I don't know, Call of Duty, they want to do something in an influencer role, but they have their family members and their friends saying how lazy that is or how <laughs> stupid it is, you know, that it's an unreachable, an unreachable goal because it's gaming and it's seen as a hobby for all these years. And I just want to say, you know, if you really believe in yourself and you really think that that's something that you want to pursue, start doing some more research on the marketing and how you can kind of put yourself out there instead of, you know, and it's not about showing anyone. It's just really seeing yourself in a different light and kind of tuning out all the noise because I, I hear that a lot too. Oh, no, definitely. I mean, like I said, someone in their early 40s, I, I, I heard it all. Like, <laughs> I heard it all. Like, and not to mention, uh, I, like, I worked three, I worked three jobs. I, I, I worked three jobs the majority of the time when I started mm -hmm. getting into gaming heavy. And uh, I just did it when in my free time, and I and obviously I created a lot of free time because I love to play the game. Uh, right. But yeah, you you hear a lot of things, and I think it wasn't until 
you know, my, the rise into the 2K League where people was like, oh, man, like, like this is pretty serious. Like, you know, it's some of it starting to make sense. And then definitely, like, in our sport is basically you don't get the full feel until you actually attend a live event. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching it on, on, on Twitch and YouTube is one thing, but actually being able to experience is another. And I think when people get a chance to do that, it's right. it's an eye opening experience, and they and they start buying into it. I I get an opportunity to talk to a lot of parents uh, about gaming and, and different things like that, and, and like you get the side eye from some or right. or different things like that. But I think uh, you know, there's people are starting to learn that it's it's a lucrative situation, and it's even more lucrative if you can take not only your talents uh, holding the controller, but if you can also display different things that you can do without the controller. Right. And um, I often, uh, that's one of the, the big things I ask in my interviews uh, when I'm, uh, inter- you know, interviewing uh, pr- prospects is that, who are you without the controller in your hand? Oh, wow. And I, I think uh, that's something that people should take serious. Um, I think we're in a situation where, you know, I drive prospects and, and different things like that. And I need to know if I can trust them. In, in, in all types of situations. I mean, because, you know, it's New York City. Right. And, and different things like that. So it's important. It's like, you know, who are you? This whole episode is is about being geared towards them, just being more than a gamer is that uh, it's, it's important. And I was going to say, as far as the branding, a lot of people, they look at branding as something difficult as well. Like, you know, where do I start? Who should I reach out to? Who would be a great sponsor to work with? And really, I always tell people, I come to my clients' houses a lot, and I'll go through their house and just look at things that they support. You know, you can learn a lot about the things that you naturally support just in your everyday life. And that's really who you are. You know, if you're a woman and, you know, you have a lot of, you know, um, what's a great example? Like fashion. I I see a lot, I work with a lot of women that are in fashion in different industries. Um, So then maybe that's something that we can look into, sneakers or an influencer role with that. Or, like, for you, example, you have all these gems. So, influencer as far as speaking and public speaking and different things like that. So, really, all the sponsorships and branding things are really right in front of you of who you are. You know what? I'm not, it's funny because I never thought about that. And, like, and it makes sense. I mean, uh, it, and it even goes in I, some of my, um, the people I look up to, I've seen it mentioned over the the past couple of weeks is about you know pretty much chasing passion, yeah. You know over over you know over money and and you know because if you once you chase your passion and you achieve what what it is you're looking for everything else will come behind it. You know that that's a big a big thing. Like I I pretty much promote what I love. Like exactly, and you I, should because yeah. <laughs> when you don't, there's like it's always going to catch up to you, and then you're going to end up in a space where you're not really as happy with your career because it's not who you are. That that is definitely true. I think, like I said, I I promote positivity. Yes. Inspiration. Uh, those are things that I that They're I personally. Natural to you. Yeah, I personally. That's mm-hmm. the way I want to feel every day. I mean, not saying that you know, obviously everything is not always peaches and cream, but. But that's who you are naturally. You know, we have influencers that they're positive. And they might be talking about positive things. It doesn't mean that they're not positive, but they might not be willing to talk about it as much. So let's say they have someone like a publicist or a manager pushing them to be positive all the time. It might take a toll on them more because that's not necessarily who they are at all. Like, 
you know, it really has to align with who you are or else at some point there will be like a disconnect, whether it be with your mental health or just with your career as a whole. So. Yeah, that, and, and it's like getting into that. Like I preach to my players is, um, you know, we, of course we practice. Right. And some days are longer than others. But the one thing I try to tell them is like, don't, don't drown yourself uh, because getting your rest, making sure you're eating, making sure you're hydrating, all that stuff is key. I mean, because you can't perform uh, at your maximum capability uh, when you're tired, hungry, uh, and it plays with your mental. And it's like, I tell them, it's not about practicing all day. It's about maximizing the hours that, that we practice. You know, you can go farther uh, with that than just trying to slave yourself playing nine, 10 hours a day and, and you're not really getting nothing out of it because the whole time you're sitting there playing, you're thinking about the fact you hadn't ate. Yes. You're sleeping. You're I can only really imagine. I can only really imagine. And stuff like that. So, you know, basically, I want, I want you to tell people uh, how they can get in touch with you. Okay. Uh, I did have one more thing that I wanted to say just about, um, just to piggyback off of the mental health thing that you just said. I think that people work themselves up with you know, the PR, a lot of people aren't ready for a publicist, but just even if you're not ready for a publicist, you work yourself up and get anxious and depressed about, I'm not in this magazine. I'm not on this platform yet. I've been doing this for years and I'm not getting the recognition that I, you know, deserve. And don't look so much at your art because honestly, like a lot of people don't want to hear this, but it's not necessarily about the talent all the time. Like you could be the most talented person ever. You could be the next Beyonce which I hope she doesn't, you know, strike me down for saying that. But, you know, you could be the next fiance, but it doesn't matter if you're not marketable. So whatever you do, you know, if things aren't working out, don't stress yourself out. Look at new ways to, to basically connect with your audience and connect with people. It's not about having a million followers. It's not about getting into the next biggest magazine. It's about connecting with your audience and building yourself up. Okay, now you touched on something. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, this is a thing, and it's funny because when when the 2K League was first announced, uh, a big word in the community that everybody was using was markability. Mm. And one of the things that I used to stress is that anybody can be marketable. Yeah. It just depends on the market. That's very true. And, you know, people think markability, they think you have to be pristine you have all these followers and all this stuff going on it's not about that and like what i was trying to say was that things are only negative to people who don't like it yeah and i think that's something that people don't pay attention to but you're not look if you're when you're looked at negatively by somebody it's probably because they don't they don't like that's not your audience i always tell people that like it's not that you're not getting likes because they they hate your content it's because you're not connecting with the audience that likes your content but pretty pretty much, I want you to explain, what what does markability mean to you? So markability basically means that your brand, is, your brand is strong enough that you can make money off of it. And it's not just based on the talent. It's based on all of the things that are surrounding that talent as far as your business side. Are you organized? Is content coming out consistently? Are you connecting with people? And it sounds like a lot of things that's going on, but the problem with markability is, is that there's always, you know, something missing. If you're not seeing the results that you really want, there's always something usually missing. And to, in my experience, it's always something with the social media gotcha. or like your image. You know, you don't know who you are. You're just posting stuff, but it doesn't 
it's not connecting to anything. Yeah, like, no, no rhyme, there's no, no source. Reason. Like, you know, you can't just post. I see people post every day beautiful pictures. I actually know women that have hundreds of thousands of followers online, beautiful girls, but they're not making any money. They're not monetizing their followers. And I honestly think that's one of the worst positions to be in is to have 100,000 followers online and you're not making any money from that. It's horrible. So that's yeah. marketability. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> like making sure all angles of your brand, you know, and it's not just the talent. It's not that you have all the followers online. It's that you're successfully, you know, monetizing what you're doing and you're seeing results, you know, so. That's no, I like, no, I like that. I mean, it's, and that's the way I look at it. It's like when you... You know, you get in your respective space, you're, you're maximizing each and every angle that you can. But, you know, once you start accumulating followers and different things like that, what I, you know, and I, I actually seen this from a particular player in the 2K community. He, he said it first. And I, and I used to I used to use it like once a week because I thought it was something people needed to hear. And it was basically supporters greater than followers. Yes, exactly. And, and yeah. And is and in meaning that is that you can have a hundred k followers. Yeah, but they don't. But when you put out, you can put out, let's say, an album, right? Or you can start a podcast, or you can sell merch, but mm -hmm. nobody, but nobody's listening, or no one buys Not, your merch. Nobody's buying. Yes. Like and, and it's like, you know, that's where, disconnecting where the, your brand. That basically means there's a disconnect. Exactly, and it's like, and that's why I say the supporters are greater. Like yes. the followers mean anything. Uh, without the support and then any and then in terms like with me I always make sure that I give back as well like you know the community has been good to me you know beyond good so yes. I always try to make sure I reach back and at least pull you know one or two people up right right along with me if I can right. and because I remember uh that one of the big name the big names that everybody likes to call people in the community when it when you don't know them or they're not known as randoms. Like oh, they, wow. Randoms. Yeah, yeah, they call, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what they call them. And I said, well, I was a random. I used to be a random, too. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, that that's a big thing. You know, recognizing, you know, when you have made it, so to speak, in, mm -hmm. your, in your space, you know, pay it back. You know, pay pay it forward to someone someone else that 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 you see working because Absolutely. also you know about the whole being more than a gamer and trying to attack different angles and stuff like that. It's like nobody wants to be a part of somebody that just want to jump on somebody's coattail. Absolutely, like you know, Absolutely. hard hard workers want to be in a in the arena of other hard workers, and that that's what resonates and and. Nobody wants to be around a slacker. Uh, so, you know, when you're trying to branch away and build your brand, you don't want to start jumping on different waves of other people. You want to build your brand as much as you can. And people will notice and pay attention to it. And I feel like, you know, the 2K League, I'll speak on the 2K League specifically and just kind of like the marketing highlights for it is that this is a brand new industry. There's no need to ride on anyone's coattails. There's plenty of opportunities to create your own lane and your own way within the industry. This is also something that I've, you know, seen with like, you know, the NBA is that, you know, the WNBA, how it has kind of like put women to the side. And I don't want that to happen with the 2K League either. I know that it is highlighting a lot more women. So hopefully, you know, culturally and trend wise, as things continue to grow within the 2K League, 
we do see more female players, but I, I would like to see, you know, more women, and I see it all the time too, just continuing to, you know, highlight what they're doing in the gaming space because this is also, you know, our time to make our mark. Just as far as the players, I don't see anyone, you know, from a PR standpoint, just individually working with players and helping with their social media and different things like that. Yeah, that I mean that's definitely uh it's it's always it's what I like to say is it's just more work to do like we <laughs> like we have more work. It's an to open do. market. Yeah, we yeah just more work to do. I mean for for each and everybody involved and even those that are inspiring, it's just like let's just keep pushing ourselves and 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 do more and and like I said and and a part of that doing more is just helping one another. Helping one another, absolutely. You know, with that, I want to thank you. For uh, coming on anytime, and, anytime. and being a part, I think uh, your knowledge is valuable, and, and what you do is definitely can help anyone. Thank you. And uh, what they're doing, um, like I said, you know, I I've been a part of the gaming industry uh, for what seems like a short time here and there, but I want to get I want to get into other avenues, and I want to do more. And 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 in doing that, you need people in your corner that you know specialize. Specialize. In, <laughs> That specialize Specialty. in Specialty. So yes. um, if, if anyone, you know, wanted to reach out and get to know you and use your services, how can they find you? Yes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. My PR firm is called The Kill Collective. And my name online is Ari Kill because everything I do, I kill it. Um, <laughs> but yes, you can follow me at Ari Kill and The Kill Collective on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can email me as well at Ariel. A-R-I-E-L dot McDaniel, M-C-D-A-N-I-E-L at Dash Radio. I also work for the 2K League station on Dash Radio, so. Okay, well, like I said, I want to thank you for coming on. You know, she's doing a lot of good things for myself. Yes. And uh, definitely if you uh, want some advice or, or need some help in her respective field, I, I definitely recommend you to, you know, hit her up. Thank you. All right, and we'll be back shortly. They say winning ain't everything. Well, we don't have them tight conversations over here, man. Had that conversation with the losers. We're trying to win at everything we do. Even in the loss, we don't see defeat. We see a lesson learned. And we are back. I want to give a special thank you to Ariel McDaniel for stopping by. I also want to thank each and every one of you who tuned in tonight. Got great news uh, this week. Um, the OG Two Cents podcast is not only on Podbean, but as usual, it's on Apple as well. And uh, we just got qualified for Spotify. Uh, so you can now listen to the OG Two Cents on all of those platforms. Um, I just want to thank everybody for your constant support and be on the lookout for episode seven, which is fear. Face everything and rise. Uh, it's going to be a great topic. You know, I just uh, want everybody to keep tuning in. And remember, if it makes sense, it's an OG2 sense. Oh, yeah.
telling them where I'm taking it. My city been cursed, but I feel that I'm breaking it. Coach that went high in 15 in one state. Seen the fork in the road and went straight. I know what I'm worth. I'm OG King Kirk. Brooklyn Nets gaming crew legend. Let's work. Yeah. Hey, much love to the whole MPBA league. Special shout out to the Brooklyn Nets gaming crew. We on our way, baby. What's up, JP? LT. Big West. Famous enough. 2K Comp Games. Black Frank White. Brooklyn Nick. Rico. Let's put this work in, fellas. And much, much, much love to the entire 2K community for always showing me love. Without y'all, we wouldn't be here. Yeah.